when we 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 just destroy all the the, the forests we we just cut down all of the trees and and you you do exactly the same violence when you destroy the body of the woman when you rape this woman you 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 consider the planets and you consider a, a woman body or a, a, a person from a, a sexual minority's body uh, as you know uh, an object and uh, uh, you just want to dominate this nature dominate this other person's body and this culture of domination is what we want to fight as ecofeminists Marie-Christine Colo wasn't trying to be Wonder Woman when it came to the secret she kept for many years. But in her work as a climate activist, she wanted to be strong for her community. It wasn't until she became a Mandela Washington Fellow that Marie-Christine found the courage to get vulnerable, which allowed her to make a deeper impact. Hi, I'm Marie-Christine Colo from Madagascar. I'm an exchange alumni. First of all, uh, if I have to describe myself, I'd say that I'm, um, uh, I'm actually an eco-feminist in Madagascar. I'm a climate activist. I work mostly, uh, um, you know, I, I do mostly work about mobilizing youth on climate change issues. Madagascar is one of the most vulnerable countries regarding climate change impacts. And, and uh Thanks to this fight, let's say that thanks to this fight, I got many uh, recognition at the national and international levels. I, I, I was able to uh, represent Madagascar at different international negotiations. I was able to interact with the UN General Secretary. Uh, but um, as I often say, uh, you know, I, I live in a very patriarchal society in Madagascar, women, we are even called, um, you know, we are, uh, here we say fanaka malim, it means we, uh, that women are weak furniture, we are even less than animals. Uh, so, um, so yes, I, I live in a very patriarchal country where youth are not considered. And um, and when I was able to, to, you know, I was able to, to participate to the Mandela Washington Fellowship, I, I learned so much more about my, um, about, um, you know, I, I, I had this opportunity to think more about my, my leadership journey and how, um, how I should improve it, how I, I, I can do better. And then I realized that, um, you know, of course, many people consider me as a leader in my country, but I, I still felt a bit incomplete because um, I, I wasn't sharing something that was very deep and personal. The fact that I was, um, I was a rape survivor. I am a rape survivor and, um, and it really, it really affected me um, in many ways. Um, I tried to be, I, I won't say that I, I tried to be a, a Wonder Woman or, or, or a superhero, but um, I, I, um, I wanted to be strong and, and to prove to, to other people that I wasn't only a victim, that I was, I was able to, to Build to to build to to bring a positive impact in my community, and I I keep 
this secret for so many years. But after the fellowship, few months after I came back to Madagascar, I I decided that you know even if people know me for my activism for climate, that I I had to do something. I had to do something more. I had to to I had to feel complete. I think as a leader, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to not be, you know, um, seen like, uh, you know, this superhero person. Marie-Christine might not see herself as a hero, but she has made so much of an impact in her community that she was selected for the 2022 Leadership Impact Award in her work as a social entrepreneur, eco-feminist, and climate activist, and for leading the fight against rape culture in Madagascar. Her efforts to tackle gender-based violence started shortly after her fellowship and went even further after she won a State Department-funded grant known as the Alumni Engagement Innovation Fund, or AEIF. So, uh, yeah, I think it was six, seven months after my fellowship, I decided uh, on a public uh, speaking event, uh, I was invited to uh, share about my personal story, share about how, how um, you know, how it affected me, and 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 little by little, I I start building a movement fighting against rape culture, um, and I think that it. Um, actually, it was uh, the first time that someone known in the um, in the civil society shared shared publicly about this taboo in Madagascar, and and then I, I got support from other alumni, um, and and together we decided to apply for for this uh, alumni innovation fund engagement fund and. And fortunately, we won. It was the beginning of a new leadership journey for me because uh, it it started um, um, it started uh, at the beginning of the pandemic uh, and a period where the violence against women were even increasing. And and yes, it was very important personally for me. This when when people ask me what what is your greatest achievement you know people would think that oh maybe it's because you you had the chance to meet the UN general secretary twice or I don't know but for me it's actually the fact that I was able to break this silence to to be more myself and and to help other rape uh, survivors uh to 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 support them to to fight against this rape culture um it's, it's still not easy when I say that we are fighting uh, for abortion. Actually, I, I'm among the, 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 the national, I'm a member of the national coalition fighting to get access uh, for abortion, uh, for therapeutic abortion, at least for rape victims, because today we do not have the choice. When, when, when I was raped, I was, I, this happened when I was six until 12. I, I had my period that time. I could have been pregnant, you know. So, um, um, so, so yes, uh, 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 today I, uh, with our movement, we are trying to promote sisterhood. We are trying to promote um, also this, um, this um, 
um, you know, we 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 don't want a rape victim to be ashamed anymore of um, of uh, what happened to them, even if in this society where everyone <laughs> looked down on them and. And I got so many <laughs> comments about what I'm doing. You know, many people do not understand what I do, why I do this. They think that I should be ashamed uh, of sharing my personal story. But um, now I, I'm quite proud because I, I'm able to share about it without crying. Usually I cry, <laughs> but no, 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 it's okay. And and I also and I also thanks to the Mandela Washington Fellowship, I I also learned that it was okay to cry, to be, uh, to to accept your emotions, and and this is really an experience. Uh, this was really an experience that changed me. Uh, I'm also glad that uh, other fellows uh, in my court, not only in Madagascar, but those who are with me at the University of Maine, they, they are supporting um, what I'm doing. They are sharing uh, about what I'm doing. And and yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's still not perfect, but I'd say that today, one of the specificity of our movement is that um, many of our volunteers are actually uh, rape survivors themselves, and so um, so um, that that's also um, uh, I, that that was also something important for me to bring um, most of them into this fight, into this battle, supporting each other. And um, another thing is that with the movement, we we try to mobilize uh, artistic tools. Uh, in order to sensitize on rape culture against rape culture, and and so we are using uh, videos, comics, uh, drawings, uh, poetry, theater, uh, may, many tools actually to you know to to advocate to sensitize the population and and also to to help uh, rape survivors to to uh, yeah to feel better. <laughs> What's the difference between being a climate activist and an eco-feminist? And how are women in climate connected? Marie-Christine explains. Um, so for me, uh, I'm an eco-feminist because, um, you know, I, I think I start my, um, my uh, environmentalist uh, activism when I was eight. Uh, it was very early, I know, um, but um, later I I didn't know how it started actually, and and but but then later I realized that uh, you know this this uh, domination that we have this patriarchy and the capitalism that exists today in in our society they are both the causes. Of uh, of the domination on women and on nature and 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 on natural resources. I do not say that uh, you know nature and women are the same. It's uh, that we are not the same, but we do face exactly the we 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 are uh, we we are uh, both victims of this patriarchy 
patriarchal society and the capitalist society that are exploiting the nature and women. And that's why for me, when we talk about women's rights, it's also um, it's also a question of environmental rights, of climate change. We need to fight both of them. And I started being a climate activist. I started by being um, an ecologist. But then, you know, I realized that I cannot talk about environment and climate without considering women's rights and the fact that we are, uh, as women, we are the first victim of climate change impacts. We are... Um, we are victims of uh, of uh, different prejudices from the society, and that's why, uh, and that's why today I define myself as an eco-feminist. And uh, another image that uh, can also illustrate uh, why I'm an eco-feminist is, you know, um, uh, we 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 have this. Uh, it's it's a picture. Uh, we have this picture of the planet uh, being raped by, um, you know, being raped when you know we 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 just sorry for my broken English. I'm trying to do my best. Uh, when you know, um, trying to find a word because actually I have the words in French. Um, um, when we 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 just destroy all the the, the forests, we we just cut down all of the trees, and and you you do exactly the same violence when you destroy the body of the woman when you rape this woman, you 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 consider the planets and you consider a, a woman body or a, a, a person from a, a sexual minority's body. Uh, as you know, uh, an object, and uh, uh, you just want to dominate this nature, dominate this other person's body, and this culture of domination is what we want to fight as ecofeminists. As I explained, I am already known uh, in my country as a climate activist, and. And uh, I, I, I thought that I didn't need to prove anything regarding my leadership and that, um, you know, uh, in the US, I'd be able to just network and, and learn more about climate and uh, be able to, you know, increase my knowledge, learn new things. And, and indeed, I, I learned new things, but um, not, but, but, more at a personal level, as I said, I I, I learned more about I, I I had this this moment in the U.S. where I had to I I, I had the opportunity to, to think more about uh, my leadership journey, to think more about myself, my weaknesses, and um, how I could feel even more complete, or I could bring even more impact and. Um, and that's how, you know, uh, when, I, when I came back and I had to think about how I could think, uh, how I could do things better, how I could have, um, uh, how I could, um, you know, bring this more positive impact to my community, I, I thought about 
about all the people I met in the U.S., all the other fellows I I, I met in the U.S., how I learned from them, uh, how much I learned from them, how much the, uh, I felt empowered by them. Because, you know, as I said, uh, when, when you're an activist, when you're considered as a leader, uh, in your country, people expect so much from you. They they think that that um, you know you you are unbreakable and and they could rely on you on everything. And 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 in the U.S., I was with other leaders who felt the same. And together, we were able to to share about our fears. And 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 it's okay to share about our fears and it's okay to share about our vulnerability and how how much it's important to empower each other there is something else marie christine brought back from her washington mandela fellowship a sense of community and a safe place we need to find this safe place uh where you know we can breathe we can rest we can be understood and at least uh, in this safe place we are not seen as superheroes we are seen as normal person um with uh you know normal needs talking about friends love family whatever uh have fun together and and i think this is also something important uh that uh, that i learned from the fellowship this importance of having a, a safe place uh, yes it's important to have to, to to be a leader to um to to you know to to lead to to mobilize people but it's also important to have this personal place if you you want to be more um impactful if you want to be more efficient and um that's this is what i learned from uh this exchange and and i think that thanks to that um i i'm able to do i, I think that it's it's actually thanks to 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 this uh to to this fellowship that I was able to to think more about okay think about you now for so many years you you try to 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 do things on climate change supporting vulnerable communities and but but now what can make you feel you yourself better how can you heal your own wounds and how um uh, and how we can also help other people and and yeah that's what I did when I came back, and, and I don't regret it. <laughs> Thank you, Marie-Christine Colo, Exchange alumni and 2022 Leadership Impact Award winner, for sharing your journey as an eco-feminist, the impact you're making in your community, and how you stay connected with the Exchange Alumni Network. And thank you, dear listeners, for tuning in. We hope you too are inspired to bring something positive to your community. Everyone has a story to tell. People, places, and international exchange. Join us to hear the extraordinary stories of exchange alumni and how their lives have been forever changed. This is Voices of Exchange.